Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. You're your host, Chris, here with Ro and Brandon. And uh, we are here to talk about uh, a horror film. It's been a while since all of us have been on to talk about a horror film. It just has been. Um, I know we've been talking about a lot of other things, but uh, we're here to talk about the movie Smile. Uh, what is the synopsis on this? This is... After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, a, psychiat a psychiatrist, who's also crazy herself, becomes increasingly convinced she's being threatened by an uncanny entity. Um, is directed and written by Parker Finn, uh, Sosie Bacon, Jesse T. Usher, uh, A-Train, uh, a star in this film. Uh, what did you guys think? Lives up I to his name. Made you smile? I just love every ridiculous... I, it has the best smiles the best horrific smiles I've ever seen on screen. I don't know these I don't know who these actors I don't know where they found it. I don't know if they had a smile contest. Creepiest smile gets the beats to be a character in this film, but uh A plus on all of them. It, you know, I, I I like these films when they um where and this is a new thing they're they're doing in horror, I think, because again, I love horror. You know, Roe and Brandon, you guys like horror too. It's to me the thing with horror genre is always making sure you can you try new things. Because again, you see enough horror films, you start get picking up all the tropes and things like that. The thing I love about the when they do these kind of films is when you you make your uh your main character also basically a bit nuts, so it makes sense that nobody's fucking listening to her. Because there's times this character's doing some shit, and I'm just like. Uh, you do know Bro, the how whole crazy scene in the hospital. Which which just... one? <laughs> which one? The, the <laughs> nigga, which one? Go to fix things with <laughs> to use him as the fix thing. Uh, not uh, the first. Oh, not even that one. I I I, I mean, there's that. I'm thinking more along the lines of the birthday scene, or where she tried to go to everybody, try to tell them. No, no, seriously, I know this is gonna sound crazy. But it's not a ghost. It's a it's an entity that I'm seeing, and I'm like every time she goes to try to explain it, I'm like, and she's like, I know I sound crazy. I'm like, yes, you do sound fucking crazy. And then she gets mad because they don't want to listen to her. Like again, uh, I've said this before on some reviews. Hey, bro, leave them white women alone. All right, buddy. Hey, buddy. Just saying. A train, bro. <laughs> a train. Leave them white women alone, cause a nigga. It's Chun, she shows up with that knife that first night, and, and he had to try to snap her out of it. Uh, uh, a nigga, um, time to call off the engagement. Time to have some. Yeah, okay, we're not, time, get, we're not getting married. We are not. Time to have some. Time to have some talks because, um, like you put a knife on me. I know you was in the middle of a trance. I'm like, time, time, mm, 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 no, no, no. And it keeps going. And I'm just like, and then she has that conversation. It's like, you know, first of all, I don't trust. I don't know if it was her cat or his cat. I'm going to say it was her cat. Because I don't know no nigga that's going to name a cat Mustache. That's Bruh. strike number two. If they name Bruh. a cat Mustache. Okay. Mustache? Holding the cat name against Homegirl might be a bit harsh. It's not. Ro, Ro would you name a cat Mustache? Hell no. <laughs> Do no you bad. know any black person Bro. or any person of sane mind that would name a cat Bro. Mustache? No. Mustache. <laughs> okay, fine. You might be. Okay. Cat's Mustache. Right. Look, I just, I, I don't know. I think for me, the, like it, this movie took a minute before I actually caught in. I almost snoped out. 
um hold on hold on hold on i admit i was probably not in the best frame of mind to be sitting down to try to watch a movie and i was also mad at this movie because i had gotten a screener and then they had done a, a, another screening before mine and it had gone so well that they decided that they were no longer just putting this as a day and date release of theaters and on Paramount that it was only going to theaters and they took my screener away and then they told me I had to go to a movie theater to see it. So I was mad. I was mad about everything that had to do with this movie and I and I a hundred percent went into this movie ready to hate it. I would like I, I liked the little short uh, Laura has a slept that it's based off of. But after all of that, I was uh, diametrically opposed to this movie because I was mad at Paramount. Because I was like, fuck y'all making me leave my house, but I'm fucking fan. He gave me a screener. How the fuck are you going to take it back when I try to press play? But so when I sat down and then it, it took a minute, the pace, I had watched too many movies where the pace was slow. And I did not realize this was a slow burn, slow build while they built up that creepy ass psychiatric hospital environment and then laura came in and you know but by the time it got through with what was going on with laura and homegirl slit her throat i'm like oh no okay yeah no y'all this yeah okay yeah this is my this is my jam and i know what that says about me that it took murder but whatever push back i got some pushback on this yeah because i did not no pun intended feel like this film was a slow burn uh either, either. the editing for this film is one of the best I've seen, not just in a horror film, but in a film this year. Like, the way they set shit up, the way they mm-hmm. set up to certain faces, characters, actors, like, throughout, and then mm-hmm. the way they would jump time to the next scene to keep you as discombobulated and crazy as her ass was acting, I thought was perfect. I don't mean pace-wise. I mean how they were building all the pieces. And I had a little bit of a problem with people who played around with semi-nonlinear storytelling. Again, I was holding shit against this movie. But once it got into we were really moving and at work and like that, that fucking phone on her desk ringing right at the wrong time. Well, I, perfect for them, but wrong for me. And that, that, that it took me a minute to kind of slide into the groove with how they were building this story out in the first act. But it didn't take me that much longer. I mean, Laura gets there really quickly in the beginning of the movie. You know, shit starts to go sideways really quickly there. But it took up to that point to where I was like, okay, I want to know what's happening. I want to know what's going on. What is happening? And, and, and I admit that was a me thing, not the movie thing. So I, There's two things. One, if that's not a, a good example of Nigga, if you left to go home and your phone rings, you are off the clock. Do not go back to get the phone. But I think they also, but right. they also, but I also think they did a good job of kind of setting up why um, this character would go back. Right, that, the fact that this is a character we're also dealing with, as I mentioned before, that has some issues herself. I I think that helped out a lot in kind of explaining some of the the more ridiculous things that doing that kind of stuff with the characters and and we've talked about this before when it comes to the horror films is you need to you need to be able to explain why the character does irrational things right right and they do a good enough job with your 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 main character here uh uh uh, rose and the fact that she's also fucking out of her mind she's had to deal with her the tragedy uh, of her own uh, the tragic death of her own mother and the the whole thing about how terrible her mother was things like that 
all you get bits and pieces of that enough that you go, okay, cool. I can also see why everybody around here thinks that she's just fucking lost it again. It explains it. Then when you add in the fact that the way they handle it, so you don't know when what she's experienced is real or a hallucination. That's also another great way of dealing with this film. So you as the audience don't even, you can start trying to figure it out, but you don't even know when things are real or not. Like there's a couple of times, like the moment when I think she's sitting down with her, her, her therapist and she's having this conversation, you think it's real. And then the phone rings and the therapist on the phone and you're like, nigga, no, are you serious? Like, it's that thing of, yeah. I like, I, I knew those scenes were fake though. And I still right. love this. film. Right. I was like, this isn't real. This isn't real. Like, I was talking to a couple of friends, and they were like, but the scene where her sister came back to the car and did that shit with her neck, that really freaked me out. I was like, why did you not realize no, no. that was a fake scene? But that so, was completely right. a fake scene, and you knew they was about to try to scare the shit out of you. But so that, Especially I, but with I, the car. It was so fast and awkward. But I think that's the thing, that, but I think that's the thing that, that, makes, that makes it work so well, is that oh, no. the scenes like that that are so blatant they make it so that the scenes are less subtle, even if you know that they're fake. Like the, the, when she goes back, you said she goes back to, 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 to the hospital, that one scene. You can kind of start figuring out that it's not real. But again, it's, it's like the thing of they make the joke go on too long. So you're like, well, maybe. Okay, well, they're letting it go. Okay, they're, we're going to still do it. Okay, maybe it's real. Like there's, there's that. And so they mix the scenes where it's very obvious that it's not a real scene with the scenes that are not in it makes it so this really enjoyable and really fun film that also does this thing too, where by the time you get to the end of the film, you're still f- trying to figure out like, you still kind of try to figure out the lore, right? This is one of those films where in, in where we've seen, what was that film? Was it the witch or not? Not the, the witch. It was another one of those films we talk about. Oh, they didn't go too much into the lore. They didn't tell us the lore about this stuff here. Here, they give you bits and pieces of the lore. I'm, I'm almost guaranteed they're going to do a smile too. Right. Because they don't, they don't, because they don't, because they don't, they don't really go, you, you get just enough to get an an understanding of kind of the rules of of what's going on, but they don't give you any of the background, like how this happened. Like I'm expecting at some point them to go, oh, the professor was like, he was probably researching some shit and think, nope, wasn't it? Like the, the, where I thought they were going to go with some of that stuff, they didn't go. And you're just like, is this just the longest, the, 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 the world's longest, like, like email chain that's just happening and going around like how did this start where did this come from like there's no answers on that that they give you at any point i'm like it works they they do and it's like so this is so this is my thing like i have a thing for these types of horror films like horror films that are based in dealing with um trying to trying to find the right terminology because i don't want to get it wrong so when you're dealing like you're dealing with characters like a loki type character or uh like a demonic Type character like we had the antler shit, we had the ritual. That's what it was. When you're starting antler, dealing yeah. with these these entities that have been around forever and they do things that have just been kind of like they go, they happen in society because they happen on such a small scale until you actually start looking at it running over time. And I think it's also just again my obsession with Stephen King, like reading Stephen King shit. Like I'm really into shit like that. So the thing that the thing that immediately sucked me into this movie was how this asshole entity killed people. The fact that it do this big ass creepy fucking smile without saying a word and then would have the person kill themselves. I was like, oh, it's a demonic entity. 
And it's, this is how it's passing itself from person to person. It's a piece of shit, and it's having fun doing this, which makes the end of the film so much better to me because all of these films always have that moment where you feel like the character, the main character you're following, they've decided to be like, fuck, people believing me. I'm going to do what I need to do to beat this entity or this thing because it's not going to beat me. And they completely dislike ignore the fact that this thing has been doing this for years or centuries or whatever. And the fact that you think that you have come up with some idea that no one has ever tried before and that it's going to work. It's some real drag me to hell type ending shit. And I love stuff like that. Like it's just, it's like more based in reality. Like, nah, you kind of fucked. And that's why I liked it when I realized that she was like Chris said earlier, that she's an imperfect she's an imperfect protagonist because, you know, it's really hard to try to get people to listen to you when you have to admit, look, I know I've hallucinated in the past, but that's not what this is. As soon as that's how you got to start the conversation, you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, you know, I now have to admit the way that I ask y'all to watch movies is going to evoke one or two reactions, and but it could also lead you both going, that bitch is crazy. I'm not doing this. She's trying to set me up. I might, I might get a nod. But like like you were saying, I also like um, flesh possession movies where it's like, uh, you know, some unleashed entity, bad spirit, all that type of stuff. But what I really liked about this one is like uh, leading into what you were saying there, where it's like he's been doing this damn near forever and he's having a good ass fucking time. Like, like there is another option not to die. Like you don't have to commit suicide, right? You know, there's something else you could do. And the fact that we even got to the point to where they talked to someone who was like, okay, so I didn't want to kill myself. So the other thing that you can do is, you know, pass the trauma on to somebody else. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what? You got to say this real quick. Yeah, yes. you know, this happens in these, these kind of shout out to the black people in this film. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm just, that's all I want to say is shout out to the Negroes because, you know, one, one decided, you know, I, I said leave the white one alone. He takes my advice. And the other one decided, you know what? I ain't going to kill myself. So I got a plan. And then, and then what happens when he finds out something about her? He goes, again, leave them white women alone. So or shout out, out yes, yeah, you know, shout they out you to the black people here. in this film, right? <laughs> He's like, I didn't get this far to become fucked up behind you. Got me fucked up. Bye. <laughs> I, I Bye. Just, just so many good things about this movie. It is absolutely in my top three films of 2022, and the fact that people, because it's been on Paramount for so long, just kind of chilling in the cut. The fact that people haven't seen it yet, and I have yet to recommend it to someone who came back and was like, I didn't like it. This, it just, yeah. I, I mean, it's it just, I just, I thought, the, I think the film is phenomenal. It is easily one of my favorite. This is another, this is another I, weird one where they, where, because it, it, it dropped in September again, missed the screening. We're watching it. It didn't come with our worst season package, but we're watching it because it's like, it came on the streaming super early, right? It's just, it's a weird, I, I don't understand this. It's a weird thing going on in theaters right now where they're pushing everybody to the theater, but then they're also sending films to streaming really, really early and, and soon. So I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm mean, don't get me wrong, I'm really not going to complain. Weird? Not going to complain. No, is it really weird? Like a lot of people weren't expecting 
a lot of people were expecting a higher degree of reasonableness about the return to public and what that was going to mean. So a lot of these movies had contracts for day and date. So they had shorter theme, they had theater runs, but they were short. So the theater runs were more about making sure that they stayed eligible, even if they didn't think that they were going to be the kind of movie that got nominated or recognized. But then the rest of the movie was about to make your money from going to streaming. And for Paramount, this movie was made for Paramount+. Plus. They got yeah. positive reviews. It had a positive opening at Fantastic Fest. And then they turned it around and put it in a movie theater. This movie had like a $17 million budget and made like $217 million. So they made $200 million off a movie that they intended to only put on streaming. And I think in that case, a lot of people were looking at this hybrid model and some people are saying, no, we are, we are going to gung-ho get everybody back in the theater. And the other people are like, well, let's kind of, let's tweak the deal a little and do a theater run, but not change the date that we had it going to streaming. And I don't think it's a bad idea. I, I'm surprised more people haven't watched Smile, but it's also because they pulled all of the advertising that they had originally designed for, for Paramount Plus. So I really think a lot of people don't realize it's there. If, yeah. if this film had been on Netflix, and Netflix had done with it shit they did with like what was that bird whatever with Sandra Bullock film right? If oh, they yeah. would have advertised this film with the imagery they already had for it or Netflix's top ten whatever, this film would have been the most talked about crazy shit on streaming towards the end of this year. Yeah. Everybody would have been talking about it. To be fair, I, I, I do think they had a good uh, they did have a good advertising campaign for it because they were mm-hmm. doing some stuff for it. Saying they didn't, I'm saying that once it hit Paramount, a lot of people don't have Paramount. Well, that's, that's the first. Yeah, that, that, okay. that's, that's the reality. Well, that's a mistake. They should I fix mean, that. They, they, they don't, but they don't because Paramount Plus. The so Paramount Plus has new shows that they do, but they don't pump out material the same way that Netflix and Prime are pumping out new material. Right. Well, well let's aren't. be and let's be honest about that. That's one because it was used to be CBS All Access. Uh, mm-hmm. And right now, the only thing people can really name about for Paramount Plus is Star Trek. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest, yeah. HBO, Hulu, Netflix, and Prime. Tubi is getting more attention, probably, for bullshit. <laughs> getting Paramount Plus, yeah. yeah. I know, y'all know how I feel shit. about Tubi. So, but that's what I, that's why I said. I mean, it's like they, when they made the pivot, I think they could have made the push with Smile to get people on the platform. And then once you were there for Smile, you see exactly how much other stuff is there besides just the Star Trek. Not that there's anything wrong with the amazing Star Trek library, but there's way more than that on Paramount+. Plus. But I think that's the reason why a lot of people still haven't seen Smile. They did not pivot. They completely pivoted their campaign for this movie to being theater. And they said it is what it is when it hits streaming. And I think it's a mistake that they're doing that. But... Yeah, no, this movie, I'm not kidding. This movie took a minute to grow on me. Um, But once it did, I was all in. And again, I'm never going to be mad at a movie that gives a deeply satisfying ending, but there's just enough of a thread that if they want to make another one, they can legitimately do it by picking in and picking up a character and not feeling like you're just going to keep getting a remix of the first movie over and over again. So I'm hoping, I'm, I'm relatively certain that early by the beginning of the year, they're going to be announcing that they're making another movie. They make $200 million. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. 
You know what else this film did that uh, I feel like some horror films that deal with stuff like this don't do? Like, I don't know if, I don't remember if Antler did this. And Antler was okay. I'm not a fan of Antler, but yeah. It was fine. Um, This one actually showed you how the entity got into people. And I was like, are you serious? Y'all went this far. You know, I fucking love it. I love that y'all went this ridiculous with this about how this motherfucker is climbing into people's mouths. Yeah. And I, yeah. That's what we don't see when you see the person snap into smile position. Well, again, it, it, is- right. Exactly. It's because it, you get a little bit of it in the beginning. The way they cap in the beginning where you don't see it in the end when you do see it, you're like, oh, okay. Like they gave enough, they hit enough of the lore, but gave you enough of the end to pay it off. So it, it does things that things like Antler and them don't do where it's like, okay, you're not giving me the full lore, but you give me enough at the satisfying end to put the pieces together. Now I want to see more. So yeah, no, I, I, yeah, this was, this was, this was, a, this was, again, another strong year for horror film. Cause we had, um, black phone was also, you know, another one of those ones where you look back at it and you go like, you, you feel rewarded by the time you get to the end. It, I just, yeah, I, I, I felt rewarded for what I did see. And again, the fact of when I just love it when your, your main, your main character is just as what was that film we saw wrote was it exit or no exit or whatever it was where your main character is just as messy as everybody else. And you're just like, Oh, what was that? Shit. Rose gone. But, um, yeah. Uh, Ram, what yes, it was no exit. No I didn't exit. know I was muted. See, yeah. I'm trying not to be interrupted by muttering yeah. under my breath. Yeah, I well, can't hear well, me when I'm talking. Sorry. What would y'all? What would y'all give this out of ten? Oh, I mean, for me, it's a ten. I'm just, I'm, I don't have any issues with this shit. I can now, watch twenty twenty two was too high on the list of uh, horror movies. This was a, this was a seven and a half for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm at an eight. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the hell out of this. More than I thought it was. I'm not going to lie. When I saw the first... This is why I, why I skipped the, the screener first. I thought I was like, this is dumb. But then I started hearing good things. And then when I was able to, to, to get it um, and, and watch it before the end of the year, I'm glad I did. So I can, I can put it on my list of, of, of great films I saw during... Not great, but like good films I enjoyed and saw during 2022. Um... Yeah, no, I I really did enjoy this. It's creepy enough. You got enough of those moments. Um, there again, you get you get you get some you get some. Hey, hey nigga, don't do that moment too for black people. So, um, and yeah, no, really did enjoy this uh film here. So, um, all right, uh, that is. If we don't have anything else to say, um, check us out. Movie trailer reviews. Uh, mtrnetwork.net. Search for movie trailer reviews on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. We got more reviews coming out. So again, folks, thank you very much for listening to us. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace.